Maestro, are you ready? I think so. Alrighty. In three, two. Hey, 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 if you started drinking on Tuesday and woke up on Thursday, you've missed out because this is Sports Wednesday. Fantastic. That is the well best done. one. I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Excellent. So, hello, everybody. This is Sports Wednesday. I'm Pete Brown, your host, the big man on campus. Joining us from a museum-quality replica of David Blatt's childhood bedroom, it's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm good. Good. Doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing great. I know you're excited because this will be the second straight week we've got David Blatt news to discuss. And that might be the only two weeks we ever have that ha- happen. <laughs> right. And from the frozen tundra of the Hake House basement, where the only heat is generated by sick guitar licks, it's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? Feeling good. You know, uh, I'm Tiki Toss champion of Hake House and um, feeling pretty good because I'm not there. And uh, just just for those of you who don't know what Tiki Toss is, it's like a game with a string, and there's a ring on it, and you throw it at the hook on the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm good at it. That's right. And I, I understand. <laughs> Maestro, Maestro, he trains literally three hours in the morning, three hours in the evening. I know. I've seen yep. him. It's a Very waste of time. All right. Well, everybody, if you're looking for some medium-level sports talk, you've come to the right place. This is Sports talk for the medium fan. A quick update on our social media numbers. And Maestro, if you could cue up a social media. We need some sad music this week. Oh, Uh-oh. no. Uh-oh. What? Yeah, because we went from 41 to 40 followers on Instagram. Oh. And on Twitter, we stayed exactly the same. Oh. At, uh, 431. It was, I, I'll be honest. I, I had a busy week life-wise, so I didn't do as much engagement on Twitter as I usually do. And so we just 431. Four. 31. Okay. Reason sad music. I want to get to 500. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh, man. I think I promised to post on Facebook this week, and I never did. Yeah. You did. You're yeah. such a Facebook Facebook liar. Let me tell you this. The sports talk might be mediocre, but the live music is exquisite on this show. Boom. It really is. All right, let's get into it, okay? We're going to go into Act 1. We're talking basketball and hockey in Act 1. But before we get to the playoffs, we got to talk about David Blatt for the second week in a row. Uh, Coach, I, I tweeted out a story in the New York Post this week. It that looks like the Knicks are conceivably serious about David Blatt. They are. The, he's 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 supposed to meet with them this week. I think they're going to go to Europe to talk to him. Um, but I did a little digging. Yeah, they, they're also very high on Jerry Stack Jerry Stackhouse, mm-hmm. which is he's the uh, soup du jour right now. He is yeah. the guy that everybody wants, and they also the had permission to um, interview Mike Budenholzer who is the coach of Atlanta, and he's regarded highly regarded as a good coach. So Blatt might be choice number three. 
Yeah, but although you pointed out their GM played with Blatt at Princeton. Correct. And then their director of player development also was on that team. Right. So, I mean, he's the sentimental pick for them. Yeah. But if the owner has anything to do with it, I, I see them doing Stackhouse. They love sure. making a splash. Well, uh, the, the story said there are also rumblings about David Blatt being considered for the Orlando Magic job. Correct. And Jerry and Stackhouse's name is mentioned for that one. That's right. Um, I, I, he did say in an article today that he wants redemption. So I think it's yeah. it's not these two jobs. It'll be soon. Yeah, he definitely want, he wants another. And, and we should point out, he got the Cavs to the finals in his first year. He got fired shortly into his second year. Um, Coach, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm not seeing your name bandied about for either of these jobs. I am too. Um, you know, if Stackhouse was from Pittsburgh, he'd be Stackhouse. <laughs> he would be. He really would. Uh, Coach, if if you got like the Orlando Magic job, do you think you could just do it remotely? Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. Have you seen them coaching the NBA? Yeah. I could phone just, in everything I'm going to do for the whole week and then just send it in and I'm good. You could just FaceTime. We could have like an iPad sitting there on the bench. Oh, but I, but I want But I want like a a stand that has like a suit around it. And then the iPads right where my head would be nice. <laughs> and they move it around. <laughs> yeah. So that, that New York post story and uh, we tweeted it out today. I'll put it in the show notes as well. It did say, you know, apparently there's this new book out called return of the King about LeBron James return to Cleveland and David Blatt does not come out well in it at all. No. Uh, a few times he drew up plays for players who weren't in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Which then, can I say something? Yeah. All right. When I was coaching in the high, very high pressure situation of eighth grade girls basketball, there yeah. were some times late <laughs> in the game where I would pull out the board and, and and I'm drawing up the plays and I'm like, okay, you, 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 you. Okay, we're going to do this play and I draw it up and then one would be like, they point to the board and they go, coach, you only have four players on the board. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, break, go. That's all we need. <laughs> That's all we need. I, I get it. Coach, I thought maybe you're talking about the uh... – the 2017 Clippers. No, I had that all ironed out by then. I never made mistakes like that. So, well, and and I think what was funny was towards the end of David Blatt's, uh, once LeBron decided he was coaching the team, like there were times where Blatt had to kind of fight his way into the huddle at timeouts. Yeah. So it was an illuminating story. Well, hopefully he gets another chance at it. I do too. So, very good. Hang on, I'm getting I'm getting flagged by the producer here. <laughs> You're already done. Okay, very nice. Put some pants on. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm Peter. We're out of doggy diapers. <laughs> I know it. I'll tell you what. Okay. Well, that's the David Blatt watch. We know Coach will be monitoring this situation 24-7. I'll, uh, I'll be tuned into his Twitter feed for the slightest updates. <laughs> So uh, let's let's talk about the NBA playoffs now. We're we're getting close to closing out the first round. Uh, Cavs Cavs and the Pacers are knotted at two. The Celtics won tonight, so they're up three two on the Bucks. I I got to feel like uh, Boston's going to win that series. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense that they're going to. They shouldn't have any any shot with all the people they have gone. But I think I think Milwaukee's just out of gas. Sure. So uh, a couple teams now, 76ers, uh, 
I don't know what their score is tonight, but I was thinking they're up have, by 12 last they're I up checked. By, yeah, they're up by 12 with about 10 minutes left. Looks like they're going to close out the heat. Warriors are up 3-1. Houston's up 3-1. Utah Jazz are up 3-1 over OKC. How about that? Coach? I did not see that coming. I know. That's pretty sweet. If we were in the time machine, I said that was over. Does Don Havlicek still play for them? Uh, no, he he retired just a few years ago. Yeah. So, so no surprises <laughs> there other, other than the Utah Jazz one. But let me ask you this. The Washington Wizards have come back and won two straight against the Raptors. So it's 3-2 Toronto. Uh, are we expecting another Toronto early exit? Oh, I think so. I, I think Toronto's just... I think they can't get out of their way of themselves. That, did you watch any of that game? I did not. Uh, I mean, Washington, I mean, they were so aggressive. Um, and Toronto was just, they almost kind of shrunk up and died. Was that game tonight? No, it was Sunday, maybe. I it's, thought it was, I thought that series was 2 2. It is 2 2. If the Cavs get past the Pacers, what's, what's better? For the Raptors to go away or the Wizards? I don't know, but we were talking the other day, some people at work, and the one guy goes, say this out loud, Toronto versus Golden State. Who's watching that? Nobody. Guess who's watching this? The only way the ratings – those people that – like ESPN or TNT, I don't know, has the finals. They're like, God, please give us the Cavs, Golden State, because anything else, no one's watching. Sure. Sure. Well, people in Toronto and in yeah. the Bay Area, sure. That's true. Sorry, Toronto, Bay Area, you get a great series. The rest of the, the world, okay. There's there's just not a lot of compelling teams in the East. No, there's not. You know? Yeah. Okay, so so let's talk Cavs Pacers. Are the Cavs going to pull this out? Yeah. Yes. Both of you, confident. How come? Very confident. Uh, we're from Ohio, Peter. What happened to the much ballyhooed matchup problems we've been discussing? Oh, they're still there. <laughs> Noise. If you say it enough, it will there. happen, right? Right. Well, so let me ask you this, Coach. What's been the difference for the Cavs in the games they've won? To me, it's the bench has stepped up. I think they had 32 points in the last game. So it's not all on oh. LeBron. Well, when LeBron tries to make it all about LeBron, I, I, it's he's got he's to trust everybody. Now, in the first two or three games – Nobody was hit anything, but the bench definitely last game stepped it up. He needed 10 extra points and yeah. they got it. So uh, I saw a tweet that you put out, coach, and this is actually a, an old favorite because you, you tweeted every few years about the Cavs. I know. And it's four guys standing around watching LeBron is not an offense. Yeah, it's not. It's so hard to watch. Did, literally, he stands up at the top of the three point line. And then there's four guys standing with their hands out going, pass it to me, pass it to me. Hey, LeBron, I'm over here, pass it to me. And then he dribbles with his back to the basket. With about seven seconds to go, he drives and either he shoots a crazy shot or he kicks it out. Yep. I'm yep. Like, mm-hmm. People figured yep. that offense out. Yes, sir. They double you and then they stand in front of Kevin Love. Awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing the maestro, but let me tell you, the Orlando Magic management is riveted. (laughs) All right, let's talk some hockey, maestro. It's time for us to move on. We're talking hockey. Uh, The sad news for us living in Ohio is that our Columbus Blue Jackets, after jumping out to a 2-0 lead on the Capitals, (sighs) dropped four straight. 
Uh, I've actually been impressed with both of you guys, at least from uh, your text messages, watched quite a bit of this series. So what happened with the jackets? Uh, They just weren't as good as Washington. Sure, but we knew that. Yeah. I I think they they were gassed in the the couple of the middle games. I mean, losing at home like that, I think that that messed them up. If they would have taken one game there, I think they would have had the confidence to forge ahead. But I don't know. I think think Washington figured them out. And they couldn't they couldn't bail themselves out. Well, they they took basically Panarin after the first two games, who was supposed to be he was the most electric player for the Blue Jackets. They took him completely out of the series. Like he was he disappeared the last three games. Yeah, I think they yeah, they got him figured out. And and, Which is, and Washington's good. They are good. Yeah, and they, they were the number one seed. And to be honest, I would have loved that just to go to seven. If we had gone to seven, I'd be like, that's a great outing. You know, last year, the Blue Jackets, we won one game against Pittsburgh in the first round. Is that right? And this year we've won two. So it it is progress, but. It's hard to swallow right now. Well, and there's a lot of overtime games in there too. That's right. They gave gave them a run. And uh, I think Washington's going to go into that series with with Pittsburgh uh, a little bit tired, a little bit. um, Oh, I beg to differ. I think they're going in hot and confident. I'm going to call it right now. Pittsburgh's going down. You want to throw down? Yeah. What are we doing on this one? Here we go. Mm. Is this a craft beer situation? Let's do it. Yeah. It's done. You heard it. Book it. So straight up, Coach has the caps, Maestro has the pens, and we're talking a six-pack of craft beer. Nice. You bet. All right. Done deal. Wait, 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 wait. I have another bet. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Are you are you willing to go there, Coach? Uh, of course. Let me think. This this he. Go ahead and say the bet. Wait. Let me just say it's always fun for our listeners when we take advantage of Coach's gambling <laughs> problem. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll stick with craft beer. I'll I'll wait. Okay, you're gonna save that one. So it gets a little hotter. Okay. Okay. He's got a doozy. Very good. Well, the rest of the first round is done except for the Toronto-Boston series, which is knotted up 3-3. Three to three. It's been a hell of a series. Uh, mm-hmm. Great this, series. This is relevant for Coach because he's picked Boston as his upset special. So if Boston wins that, he's going to pick up a point. Uh, Maestro, you had the Blue Jackets. You don't get a point for that. And then I yes. I, I had the Sharks over the Ducks, so I picked up a point. For that. <laughs> nice. Very good. Uh, and the, just yes. the, the other series, I'm just curious. So San Jose at Vegas, Vegas looks really good, and mm-hmm. Winnipeg at Nashville. What are you guys? What are you guys picking in those series? You know, Winnipeg's my wild card, so I have Winnipeg playing. Um, I think I have Winnipeg playing Tampa Bay in the final. Nice. Oh yeah, you do. You have Winnipeg so, going to the final. But uh, yeah. And how about the, how about the the Vegas San Jose series? I'm digging Vegas. I think mm-hmm. Vegas, I mean, they were my pick in the beginning. I just, I think they're a team of destiny. I like them because they got flurry in the net. <laughs> but you need a good goaltender in the playoffs. That's all you need. I will say our level of hockey discussion has really gone up since we started this <laughs> podcast talking about the Nets as baskets. <laughs> It has improved. Nice work. Okay, so that's uh, the NHL, and it, it looks like a win- or Thursday is when the second round games start with Pittsburgh and Washington, San Jose, Vegas. So uh, I, I really have not been able to watch much sports the past seven days, and I'm hoping to make up for it in in this coming week. And I, I, I am really interested in that Pittsburgh-Washington series. Oh, I'm I am too. Know. 
Nice. I already got my beer picked out. Very good. Mm, to buy for me, that's going to be great. I like dealer's choice. You know, basketball's good and hockey's good, but basketball-themed board games are great. <laughs> and the best way you can play a basketball-themed board game is to go to hoopsters.store and put your email address in, and you'll be notified when Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game you've never played, is available for you. Why, why isn't it not Join available me. now? Yeah. How about oh, it's, it's not available because we haven't come to market with it yet. That's right. Every uh, every podcast we do a little update on our efforts to move this closer to market. Uh, we had a, a huge update last week in that I purchased a drill press and I still haven't put it together. <laughs> I think we need to have a, a company meeting. I think we need to put that drill press together and play around with some of those boxes you have and see if they work. Yeah, drill press boxes, and I also have a uh, um, screen printing kit that needs to, to be put together. Yeah, we got to crack that out. So uh, it's likely not going to happen this this coming weekend. It's it's booked hard for the big man on campus already, but soon. Soon. Uh, and just an update, we are still at two uh, subscribers on our email list. <laughs> so I said, come join me. So I have... I have some incentives coming up. Uh, if you want to sign up there, folks, it, it'll be great. I'm telling you, it's going to be huge. <laughs> no! All right, that's the Hoopsters commercial. We made it through before uh, Maestro started snoring. So, Maestro, how about a little uh, Act 2 music for us? Oh, what do you know? It's mm. time for Act 2. You guys ready? Do it. Guys, guess that tune. It's very familiar to me, but I couldn't. I couldn't place the name. Can I have what? a hint? I think I know it. I think it was girls. You know it? Girls just want to have fun by Cindy Lauper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a it's a German theme tonight. German. The Scorpions. Oh, Scorpions. big city nights. That one goes out to Chip. Big city. Big city nights. That song? Yep. All right. Very good. All right. So let's uh, baby. In Act Two, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be talking baseball. Let's uh, let's quickly check in here with uh, Major League Baseball and Coach. Uh, not a lot of changes from the last time we visited baseball. The Bosox look very good. The Mets look good. Uh, but as you predicted, the Pirates are starting to return to earth a little bit. Um, the Indians are in first place, although the Cubs are handing it to them tonight. And then uh, in the in the American League West, that Astros Angels they're they're in the middle of a three game series now, but uh, they both look pretty good as well. What are, what are you seeing now? About twenty, I think we're about twenty twenty three games into the season. Well, I mean, the uh, the cream is definitely raising to the top. I mean, the Bo Sox look unbelievable. I it's mean, not going to be a, a White Sox-Reds World Series, is that what you're saying? I wouldn't hold my breath on that. Uh, just like we didn't get uh, Pitt and K-State in the final, I don't think we're going to get uh, White Sox and Reds in the World Series. Yeah. The Reds. I, I will tell you, you, you asked me to talk about teams that were on the move or yeah. um, teams to watch, and yeah. I really like the Phillies right now. Yeah, The Phillies had a rough start with Gabe Kapler. Yeah. He's a new manager. He way overmanaged the first five games. Like yeah. He was using eight pitchers a game. And 
making mistakes, but I think he's found his footing and, and they're in second place. In That's the right. They are. They're, yeah. they're 14 and seven. They've won four in a row though. And they're eight and two of their last 10. So I think you're right. There. Yeah. So they're, they're hot right now. Yeah. Um, and they're fun. They're young. They don't know better. They've got decent pitching. Um, uh, so I, one other thing I just want to note about the Phillies and just looking at the, the standings now, they're nine and one at home and five and six on the road. Ooh, they like, they like home cooking. Apparently they do. So yeah, I like, I like that. The Cubs, I mean, yeah, they, they kicked the crap out of the Indians tonight. They're having some injury problems, which doesn't bother me one bit. Sure. Um, but they feel like they're treading water just until the, the trade deadline so they can get a pitcher. And mark my word, I, they're going to get somebody big because you Darvish was a big miss, huge miss. So, so if they follow the coach's plan for getting to the postseason, it's it's get yourself into contention and then spend big in September. Yeah, and 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 here's one word, one one player that's that's been thrown out there, um, Baumgartner from the Giants. I could see him, yeah, being a Cub in July. Yeah, wow, in July. Yeah. Okay. Shamrock Shake. Yeah, the, the Reds have only won four games, but they did win tonight. Or it looks like they're about to win tonight, I should say. So they'll be uh, if I went to the last out. <laughs> let me let me ask you about the Kansas City Royals because you know, I did not see them starting the season five and fifteen. You didn't? No. Oh, I did. But the the American League Central. Yeah. I mean, the Twins are up and coming, but Detroit and KC, KC's completely, they, they're done. They're not trying yeah. to win the World Series now. They're, they're rebuilding again. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, the Indians at 12 and 9 in first place in that division would be in third place in any other division. Oh, yeah. So They're very happy to be in the Central. <laughs> yeah. Very good. So a couple other things that happened. Uh this week, I watched uh, Brandon Belt. I saw this on the internet, not live. He had a twenty-one pitch at bat, and it was it was it was a fascinating thing to watch. I'll tell you, if you really like that sort of pitcher batter battle, I, I'll recommend that. I'll put a link to the show in the show notes. Did anyone see that? I watched the replay too. Yeah, and then uh, San Diego. I thought this was interesting. Tyson Ross. Uh, he had a no hitter going into the eighth. He lost his no hitter in the eighth. But the San Diego Padres have never had a pitcher that's thrown a no hitter. I was fascinated by that. Yeah. I could have sworn they had one in the eighties, like Andy Bennis, or I could have sworn they had one, but no. Or and and now is the part where we just mention Padres from the eighties. We remember Steve Garvey. Steve Garvey <laughs> did not throw one. He's the only Padre I remember. Name another one. Tony Gwynn. Okay, Tony Gwynn. He didn't throw one either. Nice. Uh, let me think. Oh, Benito Santiago played for them. How about uh, Kent Tacolvi? Oh no! No, he didn't. No, no. So, that's pirates, nice try. So they, uh, come on, Peter. I know it. I know it. I was trying to pull, trying to pull it off. We had it. That's right. That's our second straight Kent Tacovi re- reference as well, though. I know I like that. Uh, so anyway, here's the other thing I wanted to ask. It's you know all the news says Tyson Ross loses no no in the eighth. We didn't always call no hitters no nos, did we? That feels like a new thing to me. <sighs> Was the, I, I, I can't I can't place one. I mean, I've used it a lot. Yeah, but I don't know if we used it when you and I used to talk baseball time. I don't know if we called them no nos. Yeah, I, I definitely don't remember like in the eighties calling them no nos. No, so 
It seems like a new thing to me. There was a guy from the uh, um, the Ace that had one too. Lefty, yeah. you like those lefties, don't you? Oh, I do. A little controversial like too. About his no hitter. Yeah. Well, what, just what was the controversy? Controversial. There were two plays. One play, um, I think it was Benintendi that uh, was running to first, and they said he ran out of the baseline, which he really didn't. So they called that an out. I got. And you. then there was a bloop sing. Well, it looked like a single to left field. The the shortstop went out to make a play, and it was kind of over his head, but he yeah. it booted off his glove. Yeah. And they called that an error. Yeah. And Mania thought it was it was a hit. Yeah. So that was like in the sixth, and he was pitching, and finally somebody was like, "No, they 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 called that an error." So he didn't even know. He thought it was a hit too. Yeah. But God bless him, you, dude. Dealt. Is that yeah? Is that how you how do you pronounce his name? He's like American Samoya, right? Yeah, I think it's Manias. Manias, or is it like that sort yeah. of Hawaiian like Mana Ea? Yeah. Ooh, it, it could like, be. I think it is Mana. There's no S in there. It's definitely Mana. It's Manai. Yeah, Manai. Mana There's an S. There's an S at the end, so it's Mana A's. Well, definitely. Mana. Yeah, we'll clean that up in a... Um, there's no S on the end. There no. isn't? I'm looking at it now. No, yeah. he would know. Uh, so, he would know Sidney Cosby. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he's like 6'5". I mean, he's a giant. Yeah. Oh, he's Indiana. he's a big dude, and he's a left-hander, so... So so yeah. let me ask you this, though, Coach. So my, my, my intuition inclination would would be they gave that an error because it went off the glove right because if you look correct at tyson ross and his in in the hit that broke up his no hitter in the eighth the center fielder just he got a terrible jump on that and oh you know yeah. like like arguably it, it was an error too but it, it, he didn't even get his glove on the ball you know so it that just counted as a hit right the, the shortstop getting his glove on the ball did everything for that because then you have to make a judgment call if he never touches it it drops in it's a hit even you know he should have made the play yep Yep. Have I already told my uh, Houston Astros no-hitter story on this show? No. So uh, one of the first big league games I ever covered as a sports reporter was in the Astrodome. The Astros were playing the Royals. And um, I can't remember the pitcher's name, but he had a no-hitter. Oh, like Peter. Going into the seventh or eighth. And I remember the the seasoned sports reporters kind of kept coming around and taking a dollar from me and giving me a piece of paper that had a number on it and it was like this pool that was going on and if you if the batter whose number you had in the lineup got the hit then you would win the pool but i didn't know oh, wow. i didn't know any of that he just came and said are you in give me a dollar and i was like here you go <laughs> <laughs> like i didn't understand the game till much later can i try to guess who that pitcher might have been you can was it Mike Hampton? It might have been. I was there for Lance Berkman's major league debut. That's why I was there because See, and yeah. I, I feel like he was pitching back then. Could have been. That's awesome. Yeah. So there we go. All right. So uh, we got some something special tonight. I'm super excited for it's Coach's <laughs> Fake News Challenge. Fake Sports News Challenge. Do we have some uh, intro music for that, Maestro? Mm. Mm. Come on. Hmm. Hmm. They just wanna, they just wanna. Oh, I got a good one. How about taking it to the ball? CBS. You guys recognize that one? Was that Girls Just Wanna Have Fun? 
It's from the song Iron Eagle. Nice. Oh. <laughs> nice. Give me, give me, give me fried chicken. <laughs> Isn't it One Vision? Is that what it's called? One Vision. You betcha. Nice. Betcha. All right. Uh, okay, um, Coach, I'm going to turn it over to you. Tell us how this works. All right. So this was triggered basically by uh, uh, Verlander, this Pat, Justin Verlander. How he got angry mm. at, I believe it was Matt Anderson that plays for the White Sox, and about how he got a hit. They were losing the game, and he got to first, and he was clapping, and he was really excited. Then he stole second, and then he attempted to steal third. And Verlander said, you can't do that. Those are rules. You're not allowed to do that. When you're losing by that much, you should never do that. And he was really peeved at Anderson for doing what he did. Yeah. So I'm like... Unwritten rules. You hate them. Mm-hmm. So here's the game. I'm going to list out. I'm going to say an unwritten rule. You have to tell me if it's real or fake. And are we talking major league level or little league? Major league level. Okay. These are baseballs. Unwritten it's a trap. rules. All righty. Let's do it. Okay. So and and no cheating. Is there, is there a buzzer? How do I beat Pete? We, uh, we- so what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to say the rule and then you each get a chance to say real or fake. I'll put down okay. and list it, and then we'll just we'll we'll go that way. Okay. Okay. So the first rule, unwritten rule, is don't swing at the first pitch after back-to-back home runs. Real or fake, Maestro? Fake. I'm gonna go real. So Maestro fake. BMC. Okay. Do you want to know the results now or wait till the end? Yeah, let's do it as we go along. Okay, that one is real. Second one. Starting pitchers never shake off the catcher during a no-no. Real or fake? Fake. Fake. That is fake. Yes. Congratulations. All right. Next one. Never work the count when your team is up or down by a lot. Real or fake? By a lot. Like what's a lot? Five runs? More than five runs. Never work the count when you're up by that. I'm gonna say fake. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say real. That one is real. That sucks. I know. How about this one? Never intentionally walk a player one hit away from the cycle. Uh, Real. That sounds real to me too. Yeah, you're both wrong. That's fake. I made that one up. That would be a, right. that would be a great unwritten rule. It really should be an unwritten yeah, rule. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw that someone got intentionally walked and they were a single away. I, I was pissed. All right, here we go. Never swing at a three and zero pitch when your team has a comfortable lead. That's fake. I'm gonna go fake also. Okay, that one is real. Really. What? This is from the baseball almanac too. So okay, so that one is real. So the theory there is that you're up by a lot. He's three and zero. Oh, he just needs to find the strike zone. You got to let him do it. Swing. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which okay. Um, the next one. The third out of every inning, the ball must be thrown into the stands after the third out. Real or fake? Fake. Okay. This is MLB. Yeah. Well, that sounds fake to me. That is fake. I did make that one up. All right. Here's one. Relievers throw fastballs when facing other relievers. 
You mean that they automatically throw fastballs? Never throw a curveball to another pitcher that's a reliever. Oh, that's which is means it's a national. It's yeah. a national. I, I could right? see that. I could see that being real. That's a lot of ego there. Okay, so you say real. I'll say fake because I don't care. <laughs> that is real. Okay, you got three more. All right. Good lord! This is an amazing. Go ten. This could be, this, this could be a podcast. This is an itself. amazing segment, Coach. I'm all about it. Are there zingers never, for the winner? Yes, there is going to be zingers for the winner. Number eight: Never bun against the shift. What the hell's oh, a shift? Oh, maestro. That's, it's when they move the guys yeah, yeah. all the way over to the other side. Yeah, that's fake. That you say that's, that's fake. Real. That's that's real. That is fake. <laughs> Number nine: Don't walk in front of a catcher or umpire when getting into the batter's box. Ooh. I'm a, mm, I'm a real or fake? That's that's real. Fake. Maestro says fake. I say. Real. What do you say? Be real. That is real. <laughs> All right. What? Here is the last one. Never interact with the opposing team's mascot. Real. Fake. That one is fake. Uh, so how we do? Did you keep track? I did, but I have to score it up. While we're moving into the next one, I'll give you your scores. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I think I lost by two. That was a good sequence. I like that, Coach. We'll do. We'll bring that one back for sure. Okay. That was well researched. Frankly, so frankly, so to, to sum up, though, Coach, how did you? What did you? How did you feel about Verlander? I hated it. I don't like it but, yeah. because there's a backstory to this guy too. I guess and this guy. I don't know if he had a. He had something going on in his life where he basically said, "I'm going to play every game like it's my last." And Verlander knew this. Yeah. And he said, I'm going to, my job is to hustle to every play and to get into the heads of every pitcher. He said this out loud. Yeah. I'm going to get into the heads of every pitcher. Mm -hmm. That's what he was doing. And you're trying to win the game. I get the unwritten rules. You're down 27 runs. Yeah. But I mean, the guy, you're faulting him because he's trying to be aggressive. I have a problem with that. Yeah. I'm with you. In general, I don't like unwritten rules because. I can never figure out what they are. They're just lost on me at my difficulties with social yeah. cues. But like if, I, <laughs> if, if, uh, if, if, if we're up five runs and I'm in a slump, I want to go up and have a quality at bat, right? That's, yes. that's what I got to do. I can't just go up there and start swinging wildly. I got to start having some quality at bats to work my way out of it. And think about today's day and age with yep. Moneyball and OPS and on-base percentage. You're up three, you have a three zero. You, you are in a contract year, and every walk that you get adds to your on-base percentage and means dollars in your pocket. Well, heck yeah, I'm taking that walk. Heck yeah. Yeah, and it's easy for He's Verlander, who's billion like- billion dollars. Yeah. Most of these guys, man, every at-bat is like a cherished moment. Yeah, so they moment. need to get rid of it. Like I kind of, when I, I tweeted this, and I basically said, baseball players are turning into professional golfers. They're whining about everything. Ooh. Just play the game. Yeah, we're seeing that happen a lot. Like these NBA players just launching themselves into other people and flopping down. And yes, it's a lot of whining lately. A lot of whining. But you know, they're pro sports uh, players, so there's always a wambulance nearby. <laughs> wambulance. All right, how we do, coach? We got it. Uh, yes. 
Hold up, hold it. Carry the one. <laughs> and then, yes, that one. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. Okay, so, Maestro, you got five. B-O-M-O-C. One, two, three, four, five. You got seven. You won by two. Yes. And that's a C, right? Seven out of ten? Seven out of ten. You got a solid 70%. Nice. No points, just zingers. Don't get I know, too excited. I know. Looking I'm forward to the those coconut ones too. <laughs> okay, well, appreciate that, Coach. We'll do that again. Uh, let's All let's right. talk fantasy baseball because I haven't made fun of the maestro enough yet on this show. Mm-hmm. How'd the team do there last week? Uh, we 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 split we split uh, against the opponent. Split. So our two what game wins. Mystic way to say you tied. Two-game win streak uh, came to an end with a five-five tie that Maestro managed. Did you did you do any active management? So here's the thing: I had some technical <laughs> difficult. Uh, uh, coach kept sending me these bum links. I, I would try to log. Come in. on, I couldn't get in. But in his defense, I did better until oh, I was gotcha. able to log. Yeah, because we. I think we were yeah. up. We were can, up plenty. And once I got in there and got the app, and then I was like, oh, this is me. So he's sending me all this stuff. And of course, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm checking it. And I'm like, oh, he'll get on there and he'll he'll set his lineup. And I'm looking and I'm like, oh, he'll put Bryce Harper in. I mean, he sees yeah. that Bryce Harper sitting there on his bench. And of course, he'll put him in there. Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, at least he didn't cut Bryce Harper and add Mike Moustakis. Oh, that would have been fantastic. I, I'm surprised you didn't make that trade. Is is Bryce Harper good? He is doing quite well this year. He's quite good. Mm. Uh, okay, so that's okay. We're still undefeated. It wasn't a loss, so don't feel bad, Maestro. That's your first time managing the team. Uh, Coach is back in your hands now. What what can we look forward to? Well, I can tell you right now, I did make a couple moves. And when the show opened, we were losing one to three. And I just checked our score. We are now winning five to three. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Go Sports Wednesday. Beat the legit right. team. And uh, and folks, if you want to check out our team, I actually have pinned the tweet to our Twitter page uh, with a link right to our league. And you can see the Sports Wednesday team and all the the smart things that we are doing. But if, if you are actually listening to this podcast for fantasy baseball advice, Don't. I just got to tell you, you got to find someone else. Don't. <laughs> We are not. No. We are not here for you. So very good. All right, man. Well, just a reminder: head to hoopsters.store. Be the third person to sign up on our email list. I'll tell you that email list. It's not grown fast, but but slow, steady progress. Right? We're currently <laughs> averaging one subscriber per every fifteen episodes of the podcast. <laughs> that's it's a hell of an ROI. That's huge. That's right. So. Uh, before we go into Act 3, I, I forgot to put this on the show sheet, but um, I want to play the game of what hat are we wearing. So I was hoping Meister would have a little intro music for that. Oh. I think I got something for that. Ready? Is it Men Without Hats? <laughs> oh. Damn. That would have been good. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, Coach, you're wearing a hat? I am wearing a hat. Uh, I'm going to say you're wearing, like, Jerry's Bait Shop. 
you hipster puke. <laughs> so much anger. No, I'm wearing my alma mater. I'm wearing a bobcat hat. Nice. Ooh. All right, Meister, are you wearing a hat? I am wearing a hat. I'm wearing my old uh, my old standby. It's it's from uh, my first trip to Hawaii. It says Mahalo on it, which is. Thank I'm gonna you. guess you're wearing a hat that says Mahalo on it. You are. Good guess. Ah, very good. So, all right. I, so, you wearing one? I am wearing a hat. Okay, so you're wearing a hat that says "I'm with stupid" and the the <laughs> fingers pointing right down to you. Yeah. Yeah, because that exists. <laughs> How about you, Meister? What's your guess? Uh, a fedora. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, stopped, old guess. I stopped wearing my fedoras once it once I realized I was too handsome. <laughs> I'm wearing my Cavs hat tonight. Actually, it's my Cavs baseball hat. Oh, nice! And I'm hoping I'm. This is the one I wore. I was I, I bought one, and the Cavs lost like three straight playoff games, and so I I got rid of that and got a new one. And this is, I'm hoping it's going to help us get through this Pacers series. Oh, yeah. I should probably start wearing mine, too. Yeah, that's right. Make, make sure you send me pictures so I can put them All on right. the end. I did. I already took one uh, that, that I'll send there. So, All right. Well, we're moving into Act 3. The show's moving right along tonight. Guys, how do you feel like it's going? It's going great. It is. Super. Okay. Super. So Act 3 is where we do all our picks. We do some trivia. We do uh, all sorts of little features. Um, Maestro, anytime you want to pop in with music, just, just give me a holler and, and we'll do that. I just want to update us on our scoreboard. It's not entirely updated because last week's locks of the week was to pick the the major leaguer who would hit the most home runs in a week. And uh, that two games are still going on right now. So, uh, yeah, coach, you picked Mike Trout. Uh, Maestro picked Mike Moustakas, which we we mocked him for. And then Moustakas busted out three home runs. Uh, and then I had Bryce Harper, who's only hit one this past week. So I'm kind of out of it. Mike Trout did hit a home run in the first inning tonight. So he's got four. So. Yes, Mike Trout. That means I'm going to win. So Coach is going to get a point there unless uh, Moustakas homers, and then Maestro will get one as well. But that still puts puts you guys around. Uh, Coach, you will be 55 of 93. Maestro, you will be six, or of 94. Maestro, you will be 63 of 94. And I will be still 52 of 94. So, uh, yeah, some super fantastic um, – yeah, I'm going to pick Mike Trout. <laughs> I'm going to pick Mike Moustakis because I want to be That's funny. Right. He's already got like 10 home runs already. I'm going to pick. I'm going to go hey, with the You could have picked a lot of players run. other than Mike Moustakis. I know. That's what I'm saying. I went with instinct. That was an amazing. Oh, you're, so, you're so like instinct. outside the box, dude. You're so cool. <laughs> Moustakis, dude. Like, yeah, he's it. so cool. Do you guys know, does anyone call him Moose? Like when he's up, are people like moose? Moose. They should, but I don't know if they do. You know what I, mean? I had to tweet at some Kansas City. Every time I have a question like this, I tweet at hometown fans. I want to know if the Nuggets are called the Nugs. Nobody responds. I want to know where they <laughs> the octopi to throw on the ice in Detroit. Nobody responds. Nobody responds. Give yeah, it a year, no Pete. When we're, when we're, when we're yeah, viral. when we're around a hundred thousand like followers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is really my fault. I I was the guy who's like, okay, here's what we're doing. P.S. I picked Bryce Harper because I wanted that point in it. <laughs> I know it, it is possible he'll hit three more home runs before the night's over, but I don't I don't think so. Lost of the week. 
The NFL draft uh, starts this week, fellas. I know we talked about it a few weeks ago. It's been a while since we've talked football. This week's lock is, uh, here's the challenge. You're going to predict the first five picks, which are Browns, Giants, Jets, Browns, Broncos. You get one point for each one you get correct. If there's a trade, but the, the trade is so that another team can get the guy that you picked, you still get the point. Excellent. All right. Everybody ready? So we're going to do this round robin style. I'm going to just, I'll say first pick Browns and then we'll go right through it. We'll go maestro coach me each time. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So with the first overall pick in the NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns pick maestro. Sam Darnold. Josh Allen. Baker Mayfield. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my stomach just turned. Why did you All say right, that keep, out loud? Keep going. Next. Let's save the commentary. The New York Giants with the second pick choose, Maestro. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley across the board. With the third yeah. pick, with the third pick, the New York Jets choose, Maestro. Baker Mayfield. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, and I have uh, Josh Rosen. Mm. Um, good pick, good pick. I'm going to come back to him, actually. Okay, so now the Browns in the fourth spot are picking Maestro. Uh, if I if I have a suspicion that the Browns are going to trade away their fourth pick, do I then say that? Then who you think's going in that spot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Josh Rosen. Oh, Bradley Chubb. Nice. I also have Bradley Chubb there. North Carolina State. All right. And then with the fifth pick, the fifth pick, the Denver Broncos. Quentin Nelson. Josh Rosen. And I have Sam Darnold. Yes. Falling to five. All right. So that's that'll be interesting to see how that works out. I do think there will be some trade into the top five. I do too. I just don't know where. Yeah. So here's what I want to say about Josh Rosen. So I was listening today. Now we're sports talk for the medium fan, and this is exactly why we exist. Because I put on I put on the local sports talk channel. They're all talking about the draft, and they're in this very deep conversation on how NFL GMs uh, don't like Josh Rosen because apparently he's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> but it's radio, so they keep saying D bag or a hole, right? And and. So they argued for the 20 minutes while I was waiting for my kids to to come out and let me drive them home about whether or not it, it benefited you to be a D-bag or an A-hole in the NFL. But but never once did they explain what this guy did so that he has this reputation. You know what I mean? Like, is there something on the Wonderlick that, that ferrets that out for them? I think all those Southern Cal <laughs> quarterbacks are douchebags, right? I think it comes with the territory. Well, he- Has there been any Southern Cal quarterback that hasn't been a douchebag no that's a trivia he's very arrogant um he does speak his mind i mean he's he's a typical quarterback i don't know about d-bag but is he is he arrogant like johnny manzel arrogant or No, no 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 not like that i mean he did have a picture i think it was before his junior year like him and he like he must put it on twitter sitting in a hot tub with all these girls around him. Nice. Oh, that's a bad look. I'm like, dude, he's a college quarterback that can sit in a hot tub with hot girls. Who cares? Yes. Who, who among us that's when a, we were 20 years old would not have had that photo taken? Yes. 
So they all have get, a little bit of D bag in them. I guess so. Yep. I guess Your so. Boy Baker. But I, they're, I guess they're just jealous. <laughs> the way the, the way they talked about it, like I was like, did this guy get frosted tips and go on the road with Guy Fieri? <laughs> I can't even answer to that one. It froze me on that one. All right. Well, let's uh, before we go in and pick the upset special, I'll tell you what it is. But then I'd like to hear Coach like a little upset special Irish accent stinger for us. Okay. Uh, and your goal here is you're going to pick the NFL team that you think trades up to the highest position. So the, the team that has to make a move to get to the highest spot is, okay. is who you're trying to get to. All right? Go okay. ahead. So we'll pick it now? No, we're waiting for the Irish accent oh. intro. Sorry about that. Okay, let's all, everybody get ready. Dig deep, because now we're going to do the upset special. Nice. All right, Maestro, who's your upset special pick? Uh, it's going to be Buffalo. They're they're look, they're in the hunt for a, for a QB. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think they're going to try to get the the number two pick, but I don't think I don't think the Giants are going to give it to them. I think the Browns are going to give them their fourth pick. Oh, that's why you had okay. So, and I think I think if Josh Rosen is still around, they're going to take him. Over Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah, that all checks out. That's some good logic. That's all right, really how about you, Coach? Okay. Who's next, me? Yep. Okay, I think it's going to be Arizona. They are very hungry for a new quarterback. Carson Palmer has got to be at least 58 now and broken. So there were rumors that they were going to sit around and wait for. Speaking of Southern Cal, yes. bag quarterback. Him and Matt Liner. What a, what a great back-to-back. Um I think they're going to move up to the fifth spot where the Broncos are and take whatever quarterbacks left. Although I did hear mm. they were going to, they would be happy to stay at 15. I think it's around 15 and get Lamar Jackson, but I think they're going to make the move. Nice. Uh, I, I am sitting here realizing I put this on here and then did no research whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so give us so something. I'm, I, Don't agree. I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. They're at 21. They're at 21. They're a terrible team. I honestly, I, I don't know how you guys feel about the Bengals. I think it might be time for Marv Lewis to move on. Oh, jeez. He should have left like ago. 10 years ago. <laughs> okay. We were thinking this Once again. Yes, it's time. You know, our, list, our listeners in Cincinnati, between what we say about the Reds, what I said about Marty Burnham, and now talking about Marv Lewis, they're going to just drive up to Columbus and kick my ass. <laughs> Both of them. Yes. <laughs> So, okay, so that's good upset special stuff. Um, we're going to move into trivia next. How about a little music there, Maestro? Oh, give us a little music. Do that one, Peter. Oh man, yeah, it's all right. It keeps people know you're human when you make a mistake. Yeah, like that, that was supposed to be a redemption song. It's very, uh, it's very authentic. Very it's 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 good for your hipster cred. Okay, NFL draft trivia. Trivia. Uh, I'll throw one out for you guys good. first. I haven't done that in a while. All right, this NFC team 
has gone the longest since selecting a quarterback with their first pick? NFC team. NFC? Yep. Longest. I'm going to say it's the Saints. Maestro? Ooh, that's a that's a great pick. Oh shit! I got nothing. I was gonna say, um, just say a team. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> they did last year. <laughs> the Bears. The Bears. It- so I will tell you what, Coach Goddard, yes. it is the New Orleans Saint. Uh, the last, do you know the last quarterback they selected? Number one overall. No, number one overall would be. I mean, not 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 overall. I'm sorry, with their first. With pick. their first pick. Yeah. So their first, the last time they used their first round pick on a quarterback. Jeez, would that be Archie Manning? Archie Manning. It was Archie wow. Manning, 1971. Yeah, and they. I said it did. before, Coach. All right, redemption, redemption. All right, the points mean nothing, but you both earned some there. The other thing I noticed when I was researching this was that uh, in the old days, it wasn't called the NFL draft; it was called the NFL annual player selection, oh. league, which I think I think just rolls off the oh. tongue. The old nap, napsum. <laughs> they should just call it the. Nap. They shouldn't have changed it. So, all right, who's got a, who's got another trivia question? I do. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So there are four active teams in the NFL that have never selected first in the annual player selection. (laughs) How many teams? There are four. So try to name as many of them as you can. Four teams never had the number one overall pick. You can work together. Tough. All right, Steelers or De- Steelers would be one because they're always okay. Good. How about uh, how about the Forty Niners? Cowboys. Mm, Cowboys. That's a good. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Pete. And uh, um, who else is always good? Who's always good? Or or even always yeah. Midland, right? Maybe the Patriots. Yeah. How about okay, the Patriots? Okay, so you're saying Cowboys, Patriots, Steelers, 49ers? Do you want to throw out 49ers for someone else? That's, yeah, because they've had some really yeah. rotten years Patriot. where they probably had the first pick. Yep. Uh, let's go with somebody like... Like the Chiefs. Are you going That's with the one. Chiefs? Yeah. We're going with the Chiefs. Going with them? Yep. Okay. Your final answer. Final answer. You didn't get any of them. It is Damn it. <laughs> the Broncos, the Seahawks, uh-huh. the Ravens, and the Jaguars. Never had the number one. So wait, the Ravens though. Is it that, said does first that four active teams. And the Ravens are not the Browns, sir. They are the Ravens. Uh... I didn't think about expansion teams. That's kind of a wait. Loop. The Ravens, Jaguars. the Seahawks, Jaguars. And Jaguar, the... Jaguar. That's there's no team called the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have. They, they, they probably have like a multicolored helmet too. Well, hey, right. coach, that's a good question, and I like it because it it lets me bring back the bit where I pretend I don't know that Jacksonville has a team. Nice. All right. I love it. Yeah. 
All See right, you. Maestro, what do you got? I'm reaching back with mine. I bet you are. <laughs> Better than reaching around with it. Oh, <laughs> Peter. Is that, is that, is that coming out? That's got to come no, out. No, keep that in. <laughs> Josh Rosen's the D-bag, not me. <laughs> what do you got? First number one draft pick to win a Super Bowl. Oh. Doug Williams. How far back is this? Way back? It's pretty Are we talking back. Bart Starr? No. I'm not going Doug Williams. Okay. Ooh, that's a really good pick. Um, number one pick to win a Super Bowl. Uh, it is court. It is QB. I don't know. Is that your final answer? Yes. So, the 1965 number one draft pick from Alabama. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Won the Super Bowl in 1969. (laughs) Touchdown, Alabama. That's a good key. Was that was that you, Coach? I got another. Was that your Keith Jackson? I got bonus. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's hear the bonus. Uh, what franchise, NFL franchise, has the most number one picks ever in the draft? Oh, I feel like that's got to be. Yep. Tampa Bay. That's good, Cass. I'll go with the, I'll go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> It is the Baltimore slash uh, Indianapolis Colts. Oh, with, okay. With they seven. were truly terrible for a while there when they first moved to Indianapolis, oh. and they had uh, Arch Sleister. They were horrible. Yeah. All right, so that's some good trivia questions. I'm looking forward to see, seeing. I don't watch yeah. the draft on TV. It's unwatchable to me. Do you guys watch it? I watch I'm the going first, to like first 10 or 15 picks. Then I don't know anybody, so then I stop watching. I mean, I really want to know what the Browns pick. I'm sure. very intrigued. They've only had, you know, eight months to build this up. Well, uh, as we learned today, um, Maestro knows how to set up Twitter alerts, so you could set up a Twitter alert and find out. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. totally possible. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. That's a real. Okay, let's uh, let's move into corrections. Uh, I like to call this the official Sydney Cosby corrections segment in honor of Sydney Cosby. <laughs> The unknown Huxtable. Um, any corrections for you guys? I I do have one correction. I was called out when we were doing you the were. streaks. And as being an Indians fan, my friend uh, yeah. Tall Sean basically called me out for not mentioning the 22-game winning streak by our own Cleveland Baseball Club, the Indians, yeah. last year. Well, uh, first of all, uh, yeah, I loved seeing that. I love it when Tall Sean calls you out. Uh, secondly, yes. I mean, in your defense, it was like almost it was almost a whole year ago. How are you supposed to remember that? <laughs> and it was yeah. the Indians. So I, mean, I thought about that, I thought about oh. it, but like I feel like that's a streak that will be broken. Yeah, but we did remember the topic was what's what's one of your like favorite streaks or what what's one that you I got gotcha. you. I got. Yeah. You. So he, he, it would have been a better streak if they sure. won the World if Series. If they hadn't lost in the first round of the playoffs, that would have 
felt a lot. But yeah. that same thing happened me. to the A's, Appreciate right? So that. we broke the A's record, right? That was the Moneyball yes. A's won 20 in a row, I think. Yeah. And, and, and here's it. why I think it'll be broken. And it's not because the players are better or anything like that. It's that baseball is the most superstitious sport. And if you get on the yeah. right kind yes. of streak, it works. You're absolutely so. correct. Do you have any corrections? Well, that, that's the one thing I noted there was tribe streak. I was going to call you out if you didn't make that as a correction. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, did, I will Thank say you. this. I, I'm sure I have some. I, did, I usually listen to last week's show again on the day we record this, and I didn't have time to do that today. So I will, uh, I'll, I'll catch back up. Of course you will. All right. How about you, Maestro? Um, I'm pretty sure most of the things I say are incorrect, so I'm just going to put that blanket disclaimer out there that, uh, yeah, my words, incorrect, blah, blah. <laughs> you should, we should call you fine okay. print. So that said, my my uh, my records speak to you, man. That Moustakas pick was, was off the hook. Yeah, such a D-bag pick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we are are one week into our uh, streak tracking physical fitness challenge. Last week's challenge was to do uh, 30 push-ups, 31 sit-ups, or vice versa every day. Uh, I have done it eight days in a row. I didn't miss one. How about you, Coach? I have done – I missed the first day, and I've done it seven straight. And Maestro? Uh, I've, I've been in there. I've, I think I've done it every day. I don't keep track because that's actually something okay. I would do every day. But I think, uh, I think there was a day that I missed and I doubled I gotcha. up on the next uh, day. Very good. So, uh, I'm going to throw it to coach to make what, what this week's physical fitness challenge is. Okay. So the physical fitness challenge for this week is basically you need to do 10 burpees Okay. And then... I knew he was going to do burpee. Can you do a burpee? Yeah. And then you need to do one plank <sighs> for a minute. So 10 burpees and a 60-second plank. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm going to try and keep going on my other streak. I'd like to do both of these things. Okay. We'll see. I think they're all doable. I will say this. Uh, the f- and, and I'm not sure how this works. The first day that I did the 30-31, you know... I was just dead and like doing them tonight. I, I was, at least I could do them back to back to back and, and power through them. So even in a oh, yeah. even in a week, I feel a lot stronger from it. But do you guys know, like if I had done like 10 in the morning, 10 at lunchtime and 10 in the evening, is there less benefit to that than doing them? Oh. I, I don't know. I don't think, I don't there, think is. there is. I mean, I, I do think, I do think if you do them like at the same time, you get more, mm-hmm maybe muscle build, but I don't think there's less impact. Yeah. if you Logically, if you it says out. you do them, you do That's them. Right. So my plan on this new one then is to do that 60 second plank across five hours. <laughs> five seconds. <laughs> Every, I didn't say consecutive 60 seconds. So you, you found a loophole. Do the, do the, do that minute plank between your two sets of yeah. pushups and you'll be very golden. good. Okay, well, I look forward to uh, to doing that, uh, Maestro. Let's let's see. Uh, start tracking it on the text thread. That lets us know that you're engaged. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll do. 
And, you know, this is all, this is all good development for us, for our bodies as we train yes. for Pelotonia this year. That right? is right. Yes. Sign have up. Done it? Okay. I have nope. to do it this week. So uh, for those of you listening, Pelotonia is a bike ride that raises money for the James Cancer Center here in Columbus, Ohio, uh, where Maestro was treated for leukemia back in 2012. And he has ridden every year since then. I've ridden with him. It's going to be our seventh year. Is that right? Seven years, man. And uh, Coach joined us. So this will be your third year, Coach? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we raise money. I'm sure we'll do some fundraising on the show if it goes as well as our newsletter subscribers. I think <laughs> good shape. <laughs> but I did say I, I am just seeing the signs and the new car magnets out there, and they look slick. So I'm excited to get those too. Nice. Very good. So that's, uh, that's Pelotonia. It's always good to end on cancer. It's a nice positive note. It is a Woo! solid one. How about a little yes. how about a little music to take us into final thoughts? Final thoughts. See what I got left and see if I can play it without error. Oh, I'm out of tune. Mm, that's my nickname in college. <laughs> All right, ready? Diane. Nice. All right, coach, give us your final thoughts. Okay. So you were talking about how you find the NFL draft or player selection uh, unwatchable, Mm -hmm. but on Thursday at basically Jerry world in Dallas, they are going to fill that stadium and outside the stadium, there's going to be over 200,000 people attending that area, either inside or just outside, all because of the draft. That, to me, says a lot about what is the number one sport in the United States. There's no doubt. Well, certainly in the state of Texas. Correct. People will drive from all over Texas to to do that. But 200,000 people to watch the draft. It's an event. People take off work for that day. I wish like if the if it was the, if that if it's going to be that big an event, let's have like some cool like the commissioner pushes his big plunger down and we see the scoreboard going, you know, and then like a player's name kind of kind of like the showcase showdown, the giant wheel on prices, right? And it's like Sam Darnold, yay! That's how we pick. That would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Very good. I, I yeah. I, I I've I've never been able to watch it. I but, I, I like the NBA draft. I'll, I'll watch that, mm-hmm. but they but they try to make it such a spectacle now. Like they're yeah. probably going to have. I bet you at this thing on Thursday they're going to have like either a comedian MC or they're going to have like bands playing outside. They're going to draw it out. Oh, for sure, it's going to be bad. Yeah. At what point will we get to Running Man or Hunt or Hunger Games? Oh, hopefully soon. Oh, that's a final. Thought. <laughs> hopefully. Soon. Great words. What is your final thought today, Maestro? That was a good one, Coach, by the way. Thanks. Uh, My final thought, actually, I read an article. So I don't know um, if you guys follow long distance running. I really don't. I hate running, but um, I know that that Boston, (laughs) the Boston Marathon, 
was what uh, a, a week or so ago. I think it was on the sixteenth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the weather was horrible. It was like thirty degrees. It was like rain, sleet, wind. I mean, horrible. Like imagine your worst nightmare and running in it. Um, but for the on the on the women's side, there was two. Uh, the the one and two runners were like folks that would never be predicted to run. And I, I was reading about the the woman that came in second. Her name was uh, Sarah Sellers. She's not an elite runner. She just started. She, this is, that was her second marathon. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. And I, and just reading about her and like her unorthodox training and uh, she works, she's a nurse and she works like 10 hour shifts. And then she would run after her shift. And um, they were saying it, that was probably what helped her because she was so used to running and feeling like crap when she yeah. ran, you know, because she had worked a full day. And I just, I don't know. I love that story just stuck with me. So, and, uh, we're a hundred percent sure this isn't a Rosie Ruiz situation where she took the subway through <laughs> half of the marathon. <laughs> no, no, it's legit. Yeah. But it's, it's a great story. If you come across it, uh, I would, I would check it out. Yeah. I had heard about that and I will check it out. I'll put some links in the show notes. Nice. Very good. So uh, do you guys know how, like, when you're thinking about your final thoughts, you have like three or four that are kind of, you're not sure what you're going to go yes. with? This this week, that just didn't happen to me. I only had one, <laughs> one final thought, which I knew was mediocre when I had it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share it, but I've been working on an accent. Now, I know that's Coach's oh, no, thing. No, no, this is I, fantastic. I just want so so I'm gonna the final thought will be in my normal Pete accent, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and finish it off with this this new thing I've been working on. So I'm pretty excited for it. You yes. guys ready? All right. So my final thought is that cake pops are really just zingers on sticks. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what, what was, what is the you accent know what thing? I mean? Do you know, know what, what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Know what I mean? Yeah. Is it, is it British? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was watching, uh, I was watching Black Mirror on Netflix and <laughs> the woman kept saying, do you know, do you know what, what I mean? mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you know So I'm that's lying. what I got. I've got, I've got a middle-aged British woman saying, do you know what I mean? And, and, and it's like a, you know, like a D right now. I got to. Got to get that okay. percentage up, I think. But uh, you've got to practice. You can't give this up. We're going to track your practice I know. on that. Your progress. I know. I know it. I know it. I need get I, your mouth into it, Pete. You really got to work the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys had cake pops? Yes, I by have. the way, I you know I was I was pleasantly surprised my, I had my first cake pop because I'm not a huge cake fan. Oh really? My wife makes Who wicked does? cake pops. Does she? Oh, Daniel, she makes wicked cake. Pops. I didn't know that. Is could you? Is there a way you could ask her to make a, a batch of cake pops and then give it to you for winning the NCAA <laughs> basketball pool? You son of a bitch. We wrote- I will say this, Maestro. Your, parts of your uh, your award have arrived here at Sports Wednesday headquarters. I, I need some time to get them assembled, but you're going to be pleased. Well, was it going to be a Hoopsters uh, game board? It's a box. It is not going to be a Hoopsters game board. <laughs> of that, that I know, unless you sign up for the yes. email list. What you have All right, anybody got anything no. else? Surprisingly. That means you can pat your David Blatt bobbleheads on the head and head to bed. Sports Wednesday is done. Maestro? <laughs> oh.
We are on point Killing tonight. It. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times.